When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And what a time to be joining us, Catherine McDonald, GM Harness Racing. She's something special, isn't she? Oh, she's pretty good. That is an exciting horse. She's had to she's had to dig deep too, hasn't she, tonight? She has had to dig deep because they're quality fields today and uh you know, she's come from behind to win. Yes. Yeah, and she's and but she's got a master driver, and she's just she's a stunning filly. Oh, she is, she is eight from eight mil with Nike. The world is at her feet, and there's plenty of upside to her too. Look as she coasts to the line. Artie by the seaside was brave, and back in third was the six Kalua flyby. Treacherous girl just nosed out for fourth by is that the one on the outside? But one of the Stephen and Amanda Telfer runners. Mm. Yep. So. Boy, oh, great time, like I say, great time to be joining us. And Catherine, <laughs> we've got plenty to talk to you about. And first of all, let, let's get on to the change of the birth date for, for the standard breeds going back from August the 1st to January the 1st. Okay, so we were the only jurisdiction for harness in the world that were from uh, August through to July. And uh, our counterpart, you know, our biggest competitor, I suppose, but also our biggest um, supporter in Australia. We had shifted the year or two years prior to that to January the 1st to December 31st and we found we were losing a lot of our horses that they might have been two here in August in July but in August they could go in Australia and still run as a two year old so yeah. it made sense to change the birthday and we did that and then we had to change the whole racing program. Because cause their lucrative Breeders Crown Series started you know, after the August deadline so... Yeah. That opens it up. That, op- that opened up for them all, and so a lot of horses were going over there and going in the Breeders' Crown, which is, is fine, you know, it yep. supports their racing. But um, we were losing them, and sometimes they're going and staying. Yes. And we didn't want to lose them. We wanted them racing in New Zealand. So so we've, got, we've joined the bandwagon, we've gone to January the 1st, and that has worked? It has worked. So this is the first year we, yep. we've raced under that and a new programme in place. And I would say, you know, good 85 to 90% of what we put in place has been really successful. Always some tweaks. Yep. And we think it'll be three to five years till we get it completely right. But um, really excited about creating events in days like today. Yep. OK, so that sees the end of the jewels as we knew it. But today is the day that will replace... It replaces the jewels. So the jewels were age group racing two, two-year-old, three-year-old and four-year-old. And um, they were always raced at the end of the season in June. But um, the four two-year-old races are raced like the jewels today yep. and under the same sort of concept. So we've got the aces and we've just seen two of them. They've been both terrific races. And uh, then you've got your derbies and your oaks. So, you know, these horses... The two-year-olds will turn three on the 1st of January and the three-year-olds will turn four on the 1st of January. So this is the pinnacle of them for the year. It certainly is, and, and you couldn't have wished for better fields. Oh, outstanding fields, yeah. And it's the first time we've actually split the two-year-old trotters into two, into fillies and into colts and geldings. They usually race together. And uh, so the first um, aces race we had today was two-year-old fillies and outstanding race and outstanding field. Well, well, that says it all in itself, doesn't it? Yeah. Because, like, four you you wouldn't have enough two-year-olds to run the two separate races. They raced each other, but now... Well, that's exactly it. So we put it out to the uh, participants in October last year, 
and they realised they had something to aim for. The horses, from an animal um, welfare point of view, are that five, six months older before they're racing in these really tough races. And uh, so for a lot of them that might have turned their horses out, realised they could leave them in and keep going. Yeah, and, and that sort of work with the thoroughbred as well. Putting the derby back from Boxing Day to March gives those horses just an extra three months yep. to furnish, and it certainly works. It definitely works. Yep. Yep. Okay, so the, the derby today, you couldn't wish for a better field. Oh. Republican Party, Akuta, like, what a war going on there. I thought Akuta would have had the measure of Republican Party, but... I was wrong. Oh, I, I thought the other day um, Akuta was going to be the Republican Party and, you know, it was only a nose in it and it's probably the draw, you know, is a factor. Yep. And um, the last two times they've met, Republican Party's won, but Akuta's a super horse, so mm, I'm, I'm a Republican Party fan. Are you? Yeah, yeah, so that's probably where I would nod, but only... Only because I, I really like the horse. I don't dislike Akuta, but, you know, Akuta's an amazing horse as well. But, yeah, I'd lean towards the Republican Party. OK. And, of course, Cyrus in there. He's on the outside of the front line, outside uh, Akuta. And, and what, a, what a dream result for the boys to get paid and the club and throughout New Zealand for Cyrus getting up on the last race on oh, show day. It was massive. Yeah. Absolutely massive. And um, they were cheering and jumping around the ones that were on course you could see, yeah. see them Matt Markham hard to miss yeah. but good on him yeah exactly and um, Cyrus has sort of been that little bit behind a cooter yep. you know and uh, but uh, still a very very good racehorse and uh, and proved that on show day yeah, right and, and you know, I was saying to Darren Williams it was amazing the non-racing people who would stop you and say like mate did you see those guys back that horse the other day and the whole week there was something to back and they they thought it was easy. Yeah. This is not easy, but a lot of those people are keen to have a go next year, so it could be even bigger next year. Hopefully we had a record turnover on Cup Day for any code in New Zealand and a record turnover on Show Day for Show Day, and then in between we had Ashburton mm. Harness, and that had a record turnover as well, so it was a massive week for us. Oh, it certainly was. Mm. And uh, auguring well. What's, uh, what have we got to look forward to in the new year? Well, before the new year, we've got one really exciting race down in Invercargill on the 17th of December. $100,000? $100,000 Group 1. So the biggest, first time there's ever been a Group 1 race of any code in, in Southland. So they're very, very excited about that. And you'll find a lot of our horses that were in the New Zealand Cup are going down there for that race. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that very exciting. That is great from um, Yeah. <laughs> and then over the, over the January, we've got all our country meetings and our holiday places, Westport, Nelson... Central Otago, Cromwell, you know, yep. just magic, magic days. And then up north you've got um, Cambridge, but we got to a grass track meeting at Hara in Waitangi weekend. Yes. So we had that last year, and um, the second day got rained out, unfortunately, but that's very exciting to have some grass track racing back in the North Island. And that sort of leads into our sales, um, the New Zealand bloodstock sales in uh, mid-February. And uh, the Harness Million Series that will be at, at, at Alexandra Park. Okay, don't shoot me, but I'll tell, I'll tell you, one thing we're really <laughs> missing in the north is that grass track circuit starting, kick off at 10s. And I'll tell you, Catherine, like, whatever you backed at 10s was unlucky or won. You had to follow it through the whole series in Tauranga, um, yep. Tiaraha, Waipa, Waipa. They're not being used. You can go there every week. <laughs> we seriously looked at Thames, and, we, and we've got ongoing um, 
discussions, NZTR own the course, so you know they don't use it anymore. So that's about trying to re-establish everything with the TAB. So we're looking at other options. There were, um, last year was we brought back Harua because they they weren't there the year before. You're absolutely correct. We need grass track racing in the North Island because we've missed the grassroots people. Yes. You know yep. the hobbyists have gone. Yep. And we haven't supported them in the past. And uh, one thing I knew when I came into this role was we needed grass track racing up there. We need racing that was different from Alexandra Park one week and Cambridge the next. Yep, no, yeah, definitely do. It's an oh. ongoing challenge, but we're working on it. Oh, hopefully in 12 <laughs> months' time we can sit here again and we can you can tell me the calendar for next season. Yep. <laughs> oh, Catherine, thanks for taking the time out to join us. Well done with Grand Prix Day. It would just... It's just getting better and better, more with Nike. What, what a filly and what a great time to join us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Catherine McDonald, GM Harness Racing New Zealand.